What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's Glenn Rockney here. This is Rock Vegas, podcast about the Raiders. Uh, it's not a whole lot going on on the Raiders' front right now as far as transactions. I think uh, the Nelson Aguilar contract had just come in when I was doing the last episode. and Ever since then, I think it's been like Nick O'Leary and uh, Eric Cush, I think, are the only ones who uh, – uh, and those don't move the needle for me. So I'm, I don't really have a take on that. I can't even – really have a take on somebody that's not even at least a 50% chance to make a team. So uh, not really going to waste anybody's time with that and pretend like I have a take on it. But uh, one thing I did find fascinating was uh, Marcus Mariota's contract. So the signing, I think we all have heard the take say, wow, we have a great backup now. Watch out Derek Carr. I don't think that's true this year. Uh, It could be in terms of injury, but uh, I don't think think the idea is that Mariota in his first year of John Gruden's system beats out Derek Carr in training camp that might be a lot of people's fantasy and for me I don't even I'm not a Mariota fan as a starter so I've said a lot about Derek Carr and how much I don't trust him and how he's really just banking on an average quarterback when you're used to just dog shit I think that's a dangerous strategy to be in as a as a fan or better yet as a somebody in the Raiders personnel uh, <laughs> or front office, I think that's an even worse thing they can think about. But the uh, Mariota contract is so interesting because he's getting $7.5 million this year, which might seem like a lot for a backup quarterback, but Chase Daniels getting six a year, and, and Marcus Mariota has done more in his career as a quarterback than Chase Daniels, so that's just simple leverage. Where it gets interesting is 2021. 2021, it goes up to $10 million a year. Um, I think he has a little bit more of an incentive in there, but I'm, I'm looking at his contract on, on, I think it's spot track spot rack. I've, I don't know how to say it and I won't learn today. So, uh, but it's a good site to, uh, to check out contract details, kind of get in between, uh, read past the headlines of the contract, see when teams can get out of deals, uh, see the incentives. Oh, and here we go. Here are the incentives. He has a max of 1.5 million for playing time and wins bonus. And then a max of 2 million for playing time wins plus playoffs. So very interesting there. Um, now, it wouldn't be as controversial to me if Carr had been a, a super injury-riddled quarterback. I think he's, what, has he missed two games in his career, if I'm not mistaken? I, I think it's just two games. I think he missed the Denver game in 2016, which uh, when uh, they had McGloin and Cook out there. Uh, but And then he missed the playoff game, so I guess that's that's three. Uh, or that's the second one. And then the third one, I remember he uh, he had the fracture in his back. Uh, I think they played Baltimore and E.J. Manuel. Uh, we rolled out E.J. Manuel against Baltimore, and it went how everybody thought it would. Um, so the thing I think about uh, Mariota that's, that's crazy is that Derek Carr is pretty durable. Um, say what you will about him. He doesn't miss a lot of games. So giving Mariota these incentives makes you think that Carr's got one year left. I don't think there was an upgrade. Um, Tom Brady was never a realistic option, uh, as, as we found out, even though I thought he might have been. Uh, it was never a realistic option for the Raiders. So you bring in Mariota to learn the system this year, be there just in case, right? Your season's not over if Mariota's at quarterback, even though I don't necessarily think the ceiling's too high if he's in there. But your seat, it's not, you know, Connor Cook. It's not uh, uh, J.T. O'Sullivan or somebody like that. You have... You have some flexibility with him. He has the mobility. He can create with his legs a little bit. I get that. But next year, 
say if Carr has I think if Carr has an identical season to what he had this year where he, he put up some numbers but when in when the games were close and he had a lot of three and outs spiking balls into the ground on fourth down uh and real quick, I, I see a lot of people argue. I see a lot of clips get posted of him throwing the ball away on fourth down and people going, look, man, there, there's no receiver there. The receiver ran the wrong route. Um, you know, Gruden called the wrong play there and all that stuff. Here's the thing. There shouldn't be that many examples of someone throwing a ball away on fourth down. If it was one or two, I'd listen to you. But if I, it looks like there's like three or four if you include, you know, fourth downs or or just, just end of games, like third and 26, you know, throwing a – throwing a bubble screen to a guy and losing yards or I guess third and 11 would be a better, uh, would be a better example of that. But, uh, getting back to Mariota, you, you could tell Gruden's a little frustrated with Carr. I think he wanted there to be an upgrade this year. He doesn't want to start a rookie. Uh, Gruden has like zero track record of doing that. And, uh, it appears my dog made a noise for whatever reason. I don't know what the heck he's doing. But, but yeah, no, uh, my dog appears to be okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. We almost had breaking news there, but uh, I think my dog's just a weirdo. So uh, getting back to Mariota, Mariota gets $10 million in 2021. And when you think about it, in 2021, if Carr has a, 20, a season similar to 2020, assuming that we do fix the wide receiver position in the draft, assuming that they do get a Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, somebody like that to uh, serve as the number one, um, have Waller, Renfro, good offensive line. If he's still not moving the needle much for Gruden at quarterback, you then have, in 2021, you can let Carr go. I don't think there's any dead cap there if you let him go. I don't even think there was a dead cap this year if they did it. But if you get rid of car in 2021 you then have a guy who learned your system last year in Mariota he's by all accounts say what you will he seems like a bright guy seems like people liked him having him around and stuff but so I don't think learning a system is going to be a problem if you give him a year to do it while he's holding the clipboard uh so when you have when you have a guy like that it allows you to draft uh, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I know all the quarterbacks in next year's draft beyond uh, Lawrence and Fields and KJ Costello and guys like that. But say you do fall in love with a guy like that in the draft, you don't have to start him year one, which usually ends up happening anyways. Nowadays, guys don't usually sit. You know, Mahomes was a special circumstance, but maybe that's what Gruden thinks he's doing is he has his Alex Smith right now. I think he has two Alex Smiths right now, probably. And, uh, and he's looking for the Pat Mahomes in the draft. So this kind of lets me think that this is kind of a sly move to kind of have a constant at quarterback the next two years while you try to get Carr out of there. So, again, and then your, your best-case scenario is Carr balls out this year. Carr returns to his 2016 form. Um, the weapons make a big difference. And I'm not 100% confident in that, but it wouldn't shock me. And then, you know, you can basically keep Carr and Mariota again next year. And you're still spending a lot of money at the quarterback position, but at least you're solid. You're set there. Um, so I, I like the move now that I see it. I think it's, I think it's pretty sly. I think, I, I'm not sure who really put this in motion, whether Mike Mayock or Gruden wanted that done, but I, maybe they both did. But I thought that was a good idea, and I thought it was real interesting. I think a lot of people are expecting Mariota to come in and compete with Carr right now. And then there's also people who love Carr so much and think there's no chance that it could happen. But I don't think Carr loses his job in camp this year. I'd bet I'd bet quite a bit of money on it. Uh, next year, I'm, I all bets are off. <laughs> 
So basically the Raiders are just hedging at quarterback right now. And I don't mind that. I don't mind hedging at quarterback. I think that's one of the best positions you can do it at. Uh, it's Tennessee had it happen last year. I mean, granted it was to Mariota, not with Mariota. So, uh, yeah, I think I think I like where the Raiders are at with quarterback. It gives them a lot of flexibility uh, for the next couple of years, I think, because uh, I do think Gruden's going to eventually want to get his guy in the draft. He just doesn't want to play him right away. And uh, by all accounts, we always hear how hard John Gruden's offense is to learn, which I think is I still think is probably the worst thing about Gruden is uh, I think you might need to like kind of tailor your offense to your players. And not get guys who are just like, oh man, this guy's super smart, but he's really slow. But he'll learn my offense click, or uh, quick, excuse me, and he'll he'll click with the team and and all that. I I get good players. Nonetheless, I think this is the way to do it. We do have Gruden for the next eight years, so this is what this is what's going to happen. And uh, I think this is Mayock's doing a good job, uh, getting his guys in there, but still making them work with John Gruden. So. Uh, Interesting to see what happens with Mariota. There's a chance he never plays for the Raiders. There's a chance he never, ever puts the clipboard down and puts the helmet on. Uh, anyways, I that was just a quick take. Uh, stuff I've been seeing on Twitter, people arguing about. But I thought this was the most sensible way to look at it. Um, now let's look at the draft. So uh, I'm going to today probably just do two three-round mocks with the Raiders on uh, on the draftnetwork.com mock draft machine. I, I really like their mock draft machine. I I had seen one before somewhere else. I can't remember the site, but I didn't wasn't a huge fan of it. It was kind of slow and laggy and, and weird. Uh, but this TDN one's really good, and I'm not a premium member. I think TDN must think I'm some kind of you know monopoly man or something. I, I don't have that kind of money, pal. So, <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, let's let's start it up. So I'm gonna do three rounds, just just doing the Raiders picks, uh, and I'll let you guys know who's available at the time. Um, not all of them, of course, but just just a uh, the couple guys around the pick that I take so uh let's without further ado let's just start it up so we are cycling through the first few picks and uh ah Simmons gone at seven that sucks all right and now Raiders on the clock at oh geez I screwed up what's going on uh I screwed up I let it auto draft for me which uh I don't know what that would have done but uh, let's see. <laughs> let me let me go back to just the Raiders. I screwed up. Let me. Uh, yeah, we're doing manual three rounds. Draft speed normal. I, I swear to you, this thing's easy to. This was a user error. Error. Um, so uh, definitely no indictment of uh, TDN. So let's see. So we will get. Oh, it's still a possibility. Okay, so right now, wow, that's insane. I've never seen Cesar Ruiz in a mock draft. The Jets just took him at 11. I legitimately don't know who that is. Okay, he's a guard, uh, interior lineman from Michigan. Never, never seen that. So let's see. On the draft board right now, I am going to go. Well, Judy went early. Judy went early. Judy went uh, at 5 to the uh to the dolphins which i don't really see that happening or anything but uh what i'm going to do here is i'm going to take uh i'm going to take henry ruggs right now um cd lamb actually went uh went to the jaguars too so uh right now our best bet i think is henry ruggs i could go cj henderson here i think i'm going to do another one and try to get cj henderson at 12 i kind of want to prove the point that maybe 
what Vic Tafer was talking about this morning on Twitter is right. It, it might be better to get the top. You won't get the top corner in Jeff Okuda, but I think it'd be better to go corner early because of the depth of the receiver class. You could still get a number one at 19. I think people get fixated on Judy, Lamb, and, and Ruggs. It's like, we got to get one of those three. And again, you still might. There's no guarantee the receivers go in the top 15, those three guys. And also, you still have guys like Denzel Mims that you can get there. So I'm going to go with Ruggs. Uh, so we got Ruggs at 12. And okay, so we are at 19 right now. And. Uh, Man, I'd be so, so tempted to double dip at receiver just to see what it would look like. But I don't want them to do that in real life. I think that would be a big time misuse of uh, <laughs> of uh, two first round picks, in my opinion. Um, so right now, I'm not really seeing a lot of good corners over here. Jeff Gladney is like the first corner that's available. Um, it looks like Henderson and Fulton went uh, went really early. So... Let's see. Um, yeah, Henderson went 16 to the Falcons. So I'm going to – I think our best bet here is Grant Delpit, who I'm not a not a crazy fan of. Right now I would try to trade back from this pick if I, if I was Raiders. I'd try to get back to like the 26, 27, maybe see if one of those playoff teams from last year want to hop up and get uh, you know a wide receiver or something like that. Maybe see if somebody – Definitely be by the phone is what I'd be doing. But uh, let's take Delpit. I think that's good because I don't want to take any of these running backs, none of these DeAndre Swift. We're not going back-to-back -back running backs first round for the Raiders. I would throw something through my TV if that happened. But I think we're going to go Delpit. Uh, right. Not doing the Jordan love. I, I do. I'm very intrigued by him, but I, I don't think that's going to happen this year. So we, we got some time here. Uh, we do not have a second-round pick because we foolishly gave that to the Bears for Khalil Mack. No, no, we didn't trade for Khalil Mack. We gave Khalil Mack and a second round pick to the Bears. So it does look like, you know, the Raiders are building a nice team off of that trade. But man, <laughs> giving up that second round pick was the worst part of that trade. I don't think it had to happen. You can't tell me that 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 was the deal breaker, that the Bears wouldn't have taken Mack for just like two firsts. I, th I think he would have got done. I don't think for I think Ramsey is less of a game changer than than Mac and I don't believe the Rams or I'm sorry I don't believe that the Jaguars had to give the Rams a second round pick for him I don't I don't I don't have the trade in front of me but I don't I don't remember that being the uh they, they, that was after the Mac trade so you'd think they could use that as a as a reference but I don't think that was even in the conversation so again I still will never understand that but now we're on the clock so now I can stop uh, crying uh let's see so we got a wide receiver and a safety we got Delpit, and we have uh, Henry Ruggs. So got a lot. We got really athletic. That's that's what I'm I'm seeing out of this. Uh, this is where it gets real interesting here. So we're this is a, our first of our third, our three third round picks. That was tough to say, and I'm kind of trying to find athletes here, like good athletes. And uh, I like what we have at edge right now. I, I, I can never fully get on board with the Farrell pick of uh, at four last year, but I, I do like him and Crosby, and I, I don't want to give up on that yet. They gave Nassib money, but the one that I'm looking at right now that are around, I would go with Terrell Burgess. I do like him, the Utah safety. But um, I, right now between the two guys I see that are the best are Jonathan Greenard and – uh, Daryl Taylor. They're both edges, uh, SEC guys. One, uh, Greenard's out of Florida. Taylor's out of Tennessee. I'm I'm pretty big on on Daryl Taylor. I just I think he just knows how to rush the passer. I don't think he's going to be in on rundowns. Doesn't have to be on this team either. So 
I'm going to go Daryl Taylor because I think one of my rules in the draft is if you don't know what to do, just get it like a get a pass rusher. Because you can never have too many. You look at the Niners. The the Niners just gave away a guy off their loaded or traded away a guy off their loaded defensive line to the Colts and got the 13th pick for him. So those guys are at a premium right now. I say stockpile them. So I'm going to go Daryl Taylor. Uh, and guess what? We have the next pick. So we didn't miss out on anybody because I took Daryl Taylor. So that's where it gets interesting. And I was thinking about uh, – I'm thinking, and I, I'm very much a, uh, a Notre Dame fan, so I got to say right now uh, that this is going to be a biased pick, but I think I'm going to go Chase Claypool because then it's it's like you have the size to go with the speed. You took a Ruggs earlier. Um, you have Renfro, Tyrell Williams, and Chase Claypool. Um, and if your plan is to go with Derek Carr for this year and next year, which, again, we don't know, but if that's your plan, uh, you want to have big guys to throw to. Derek Carr likes throwing to big guys. So Ruggs was was the kind of the guy that we can use as a Debo Samuel, kind of a like a supercharged Debo Samuel in, in terms of speed. And now you want to get a little more size. And, and you can get creative with Claypool. You can play him anywhere. He's fast. He's fast for how big he is. And uh, he, did, he produced at Notre Dame without having the best quarterbacks thrown to him. Ian Book is eh, not very good. So I, I think he, he missed out on having some better quarterbacks thrown to him. Uh, I think he might have had Malik Zaire his first year at Notre Dame. Maybe, I'm not, I can't remember, but anywho. So uh, just to catch you up on it, we have taken uh, Henry Ruggs at 12, Grant Delpit, safety out of LSU at 19. At pick 80, it took Daryl Taylor, the edge out of Tennessee, and Chase Claypool at wide receiver. So we have pick – let's see, what are we at right here? We are at pick uh, 91, and uh, we are going to take – Let's see who we can take. Mm, I am going to go. Ugh, man, this is a tough one. Let's go get a running back. Let's go get a let's get a nice one two punch here. I'm going to go Eno Benjamin. OK, Eno Benjamin's out of uh, out of Arizona State. Uh, nice, good, shifty runner. Just kind of a classic. I think Gruden guy. I think he's going to love to have those two. Uh, He's going to love to have those two guys going back and forth. I think he realized he kind of put a little much on Jacobs last year, which I would have done the same thing. But And I'm, I'm all for running uh, running backs off of rookie contracts. Uh, I'm, I'm just running them into the ground. I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm all for that. So if you're going to not pay a running back a second contract, which kind of looks like that's going to be the – that's going to be the move for NFL teams for the near future. Uh, run them into the ground. That being said, it is nice to have a stable. You know, you could have Jacobs for 16 games guaranteed. Well, not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. But if you have a guy like Eno Benjamin to spell him. And Eno Benjamin's not – I like DeAndre Washington. He was fine. I thought he was a fine pick by McKenzie. They got him in the fifth round. And I think they got good value out of him. But I don't think he – you can't really run the same plays, you know? I, I don't think you could run him the way you run Jacobs. Uh, I think he's more – I think he's better in, like, a zone scheme or, like, maybe taking it out of the – I know he went to Texas Tech, so you figure he was with a Mike Leach – in a Mike Leach system, so he's going to be taking handoffs from the shotgun more like it. I, I, it just didn't seem once Gruden got there that Washington uh, was used the best way he could have been. Um, so I think, uh, you know, Benjamin would be a nice one. So – I think uh, 
That didn't take very long. I think we should do another one. So let's uh, let's do another three-rounder. And we will go yep, three-round. All right. So hold on. Hold on one second. Let's get this. Let's get this set right. We will go Raiders and that, and we'll do it off of TDN's player rankings. It's a different thing. I guess we were doing the predictive big board and then the player rankings. So I guess they think that's what they want. TDN's players uh, rankings, their own personal system. And then I think the other one was just what they think is going to happen. So that's pretty cool. Um, again, shout out to the Draft Network. It's a really cool site. So let's do it. Uh, three rounds, and it starts now. Okay, this is insane. Joe Burrow. So... Okay, I see why we're not doing the TDN's player rankings. Uh, Joe Burrow was available for the Raiders at 12, so that's why I'm getting out of that. <laughs> that's why I'm getting out of that. Joe Burrow's not going to be there. I, I will – I'm not sure what I'll do if that were to happen, but uh, it would involve probably not living anymore out of excitement. So I think that, that would probably be what would happen. I'd probably just panic myself silly just knowing that Joe Burrow somehow – got to uh got got there but uh let's let's go back with their with their player rankings holy shit that was insane all right here we go um all right so right now we have on the board we have Judy, Ruggs, C.J. Henderson, and that's and that's who I'm going to take. I'm going to take C.J. Henderson because I want to see what it's like when we go corner early. So we'll go corner early because, like I said, I want to see what's available at 19, and I, I think that's what the Raiders should do too. Um, I, I was on board with taking receiver first pick, and I still am. That's fine. If they want to get C.D. Lamb, I think C.D. Lamb's the one that Gruden's going to really, really want. Uh, I think he's got that kind of high vol. He could catch high volume of uh, – how do I want to put this? I, I think he's kind of like a Michael Thomas in a sense where he, I think he's better after the catch, but Michael Thomas is a volume receiver, and I think Gruden wants a volume receiver, a guy he could put 115 targets on a year, you know, 120 targets on a year, and know he's going to catch the ball. I think Judy's more of a big play guy, and that's welcome here as well, but I, I think Gruden wants a guy that he could just – that's why he wanted Antonio Brown because he knew Antonio Brown could run any route, could, you know – take any catch and make it a 35-yard gain or more. So I think that's what he wants. Uh, so normally I, th I think that's where Gruden would want to go, but this is Mike Mayock, and Mike Mayock is a former DB. So guess what? We're taking a DB at 12, C.J. Henderson. So uh, let's see who's coming off the board. A lot of tackles. That's fine. I don't really want to tackle uh, first round like at all. But uh, we will go with – uh, let's see. Hmm. So no Judy available, which we'd all assume would wouldn't be the case. Uh, let's do. I like Denzel Mims right here. Uh, I I haven't watched uh at least isolated besides the LSU games that I watched last year. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of Justin Jefferson. I haven't really like 
honed in on him. I saw a lot of like Jamar Chase, so maybe I'm I'm missing something on Justin Jefferson. But if I think you give me the chance between uh, or the choice between Denzel Mims and him, I'm probably gonna go Mims. Uh, let's just see who else is here. Uh, yeah, just a couple tackles. Jordan Love. I again, I don't see them doing that, so I'm not gonna do it. Uh, I'll do I'll do Mims. So uh, not bad, not bad. C.J. Henderson and Denzel Mims. I'd be totally fine with that. I actually think I might like this one better than the last one right now. Uh, so we're going to skip the second round again. Won't go through that. But, yeah, I, I, I can't reiterate enough. I, I heard I saw Vic Tafer talking about it this morning. You don't have to take a wide receiver at 12. It's not a law. I mean, I would I would argue that the corner is a – I won't say a bigger need than wide receiver, but when you're in a division with Pat Mahomes, I think it is. So if – the corner position isn't as deep. You take that one early. I think it's just it's just simple logic, and you will still get uh, a guy who at least is supposed to be a number one at uh, at uh, at nineteen. Whether that happens or not, you know, there's always a chance you get a Corey Davis or a you know Laquan Treadwell. But hey, I think you take that risk. And then uh, so we're coming back in the third round, and like I said, after I get out of the first and second round, I like to just bet on athleticism, man. Like uh, Al Davis is my hero for a reason, so. Uh, one guy that immediately jumped out at me and I, I love this guy. Um, I, I like Willie Gay Jr. Um, I think he's out of Mississippi State. He's a linebacker, really athletic. And I think he could start for this team. Uh, just from what I've seen, it might not, you know, they might put stick Morrow in there just for uh, continuity, which that'd be fine too. But, uh, Willie Gay is going to be the pick here. I, I don't want to pull the trigger on a Jacob Eason. He's available. Um, not super. Again, I, I could go Terrell Burgess here. We did not get a safety. So uh, I. that's actually tough. I didn't see that Terrell Burgess was there. But let's. Ah, man, let's go Willie Gay. Says, you know why? Doesn't matter. We have the next pick and we're going Terrell Burgess. So we get them both. Silly me. I forgot. Uh, so coming up on pick 91, uh, I, I love this draft so far. This would be a dream draft for me. Uh, it probably won't go this way. I don't, you know, there's no way to fully simulate the way this goes. So, uh, they have our needs still as interior D line, which I don't, I don't really see as a huge need right now. I don't, uh, it could be improved, but I, I think it's fine. I don't think you have to spend uh, a lot of draft capital on it. There's still, you know, you still have Hurston Hall and rookie contracts and, I do like I do think they're both getting better uh, in Gunther's system, and then uh, the addition of Collins betting on himself on a one year deal. I think that's uh, that's going to only benefit the Raiders as long as he stays healthy. So what I like here is, uh, man, I now I am tempted to take Jason, Jacob Eason, but I think what we'll do is how about we get another wide receiver? I I like this. Um, I like this guy, uh, Van Jefferson, out of Florida. Turn him on if, uh, if you watch. Florida didn't have the greatest passing game. Um, they really haven't since Tebow, who ironically was also not that good of a passer, but got the ball in the hands of his elite team. Uh, Van Jefferson does everything well. Like he's good. He separates. I think he's physical and and he's fast. So uh, that's what I'm taking in the third round at 91. Other other guys around right now are Hunter Bryant. I don't. I'm sick of tight ends right now. Holy shit! Like how many more tight ends are we gonna have on this team? I think we're set there. Uh, I like Aloe Gilman out of my Notre Dame firing Fighting Irish. Playmaker guy who's always around the ball. Just I don't know. He doesn't do anything like super. 
crazy, like like extremely athletic, but he's always around the ball and he makes big plays. So I do like him, but we did just take Terrell Burgess, and uh, and I think we have enough safeties right now. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Van Jefferson out of Florida. Really like that. Um, I have not studied this Amik Robertson yet, and I've been hearing good things about him. So maybe I'm making a huge mistake there. He was available, but I I'm I think we're good with uh, with what we had. And uh, I like this mock a lot better than the last one already. So I'll, uh, I'll read it back to you guys in a sec uh, once I get the picks. Let's see. What are my picks? That's wild. Isaiah Simmons. They had Isaiah Simmons go number one overall and then, then Burrow to the, to the Redskins. Okay. Well, I guess take this one with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah. So we got C.J. Henderson at 12 uh, out of Florida. Denzel Mims, 19 out of Baylor. Willie Gay Jr. out of uh, Mississippi State, Terrell Burgess out of Utah, and Van Jefferson uh, out of Florida. That's basically the top 100 picks that we have, five of them, and uh, I would be ecstatic if this happened. You get your corner who could easily start alongside Mullen. I, I think he could beat out Eli Apple, no problem. I hate that that's who he has to beat out. I, I feel like it should be tougher than that, but that's okay. That's my one complaint about free agency, and you're not going to solve all your needs. Uh, Denzel Mims at 19 just crushed the combine. And uh, again, Baylor is another thing where his game, the quarterbacks left a lot to be desired in Baylor. You know, I remember when we had Rod Streeter and I, I not that Rod Streeter is, was something amazing or anything, but when the Raiders had Rod Streeter, there were like no highlights of him. I remember when they, he was like making noise as a UDFA because like Temple threw the ball, like would never even just would never throw the ball. I don't even think Matt rule was there yet, but it was like, they could not throw the ball to save their life. And I like Streeter had like 10 receptions for his career in college. So you're seeing some of these guys like Denzel Mims and, and Van Jefferson. They don't get a lot of as much hype. Denzel Mims got helped by the combine, but they don't get as much hype because their, their teams don't really throw the ball that well. So I'd like to see them in a, you know, a good pro offense and uh, Willie Gay in the third round. I, I that's, he's one of my top five people I want the Raider to, Raiders to draft. I think he's super athletic, playmaking, ball hawk linebacker, but he's physical enough to play in the run. Um, kind of gets is a little bit unpolished, but I do like that he's everywhere all over the field. I kind of don't see a huge difference between him and, uh, and Kenneth Murray as far as like range. So I, I don't, I never really saw the need of taking Kenneth Murray at 19, um, especially now. And then uh, Terrell Burgess, uh, that Utah defense, if you didn't watch a lot of Pac-12 last year, Utah – rocks man like that defense was awesome with Bradley uh Anaya and uh and and Terrell Burgess I think I'm I think they had a corner too that I, I just can't remember his name and he, he was badass too I think all those guys are going to be in the draft this year so uh yeah that's that's great and uh I think I think we'll cut it there I, I don't have a whole lot more to say uh again just wanted to talk about the card Mariota contracts and just wanted to run through a couple mock drafts uh again uh, this is quarantine life so if you're on quarantine life too uh and just stay safe, stay inside. Peace. Oh, at Glenn Rockney on Twitter.